Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is a CC Radio podcast. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au, or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO Radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that will help us grow. Thanks for joining me tonight. I have a really great episode lined up for you. On this episode, we have Ryan joining us, and he's had multiple UFO encounters near the base of the Blue Mountains in the Sydney region. He also grew up in a haunted house and has had multiple experiences with paranormal entities. But before we get into that, let's talk about some iTunes five-star ratings and reviews. Each week, I'll read out a new five-star review that's left for me on iTunes. So if you want your review read out, simply jump on iTunes, leave a five-star review, and let me know what you enjoy about the show, and I might just read it out on the next episode. So this one comes from Jamie Robertson 1982 from Sydney, and they say, Episode 4 is so cool. I hope she gets regressed and comes back for future episodes. Fingers crossed this show has a long and successful future. Well, I hope so too, Jamie. And if you want to go check out Episode 4, that is Bell's Encounter. And it is an absolutely amazing UFO encounter. Actually made national news. So go back and check that out. But for now, let's get into Ryan's experience. Tonight, I'm joined by Ryan, and Ryan's actually had a fair few encounters. He's had two UFO encounters, and he's actually had a really, really interesting ghost encounter. Ryan, thanks for joining us tonight. Okay, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, no worries, mate. So, um, let's start with your UFO encounters, because these ones are- they're they're pretty similar, and that really interests me because there's a bit of a time period. Do you want to take us back to the very first time you um, you had a, a UFO encounter? Yeah, sure thing, Kate. So, the very first uh, UFO encounter I had uh, would probably have been uh, in the late 90s, uh, early 2000s, uh, New Year's Eve, and that's something that just correlates with my second experience. Uh, we were at my auntie's house uh, and just... Uh, for preference as well, where we live in Western Sydney uh, at the base of the lower Blue Mountain. Uh, so we um, 
we're all out the front. Uh, it had just gone midnight, and I can remember everybody's, you know, everybody's having fun. I'm about a ten year old at the time. I'm looking straight up at the sky uh, for whatever reason, and I can see this ball of like almost like this fireball directly sort of above the house, but it's up. Uh, what I would imagine to be where uh, sort of at the plane level, like where planes would be flying over. Um, and, it, and it was just, it was just hovering there. And, you know, I've gone, you know, I've gone to, you know, some of the adults at the time and just, you know, just try to point that out to them. And in them, in a matter of minutes, it's actually gone. And then, uh, you know, two weeks ago, New Year's, uh, New Year's just gone, uh, at about 10 o'clock, uh, probably five minutes away, you know, five minute drive away from where that first experience was. Uh, another very, very similar experience, except for I remember, you know, from what I, I remember of the original compared to now, uh, the, the fireball, uh, at the same sort of, the same sort of point, you know, but it was further off east. Uh, I've, you know, just gone on Google Maps to check sort of, you know, you know, whereabouts it was roughly. Uh, so it was east of sort of my house. I walked out the front and uh, with a friend of mine, we were about to do a McDonald's run and we've had a look up. We can see that. And we've run up to the big hill across from my house and we're watching it and it's there. And then, and then it's just moved off. And it was, yeah, it was really creepy. Uh, we sort of you know, got in the car and drove down where we normally would, but we couldn't say anything after that. It was just, basically gone okay so with your first ufo encounter did um any of the other adults get a chance to witness what you saw i think a couple of them might have i know um i know a couple of my cousins were there and they they saw exactly what you know what i saw because i was you know i was with them but i don't think i don't think a great deal of them did but uh, i'm sure i'm sure a couple of them at least saw that so probably my dad uh, and one of my uncles, for example, probably saw it. Yeah, okay. And when you saw it, you, you described it as um, kind of like a fireball in the sky. Now, was there any heat or did you notice there was any difference in the atmospheric conditions, anything like that? Not really sort of any differences like that, no. It was um, it's, it's sort of hard. To, sort of hard to describe because you know, with with both times seeing them there, it was just it was it was just more of the of awe feeling as well as you know once it sort of moved and then disappeared. It's the the creepy factor of okay, what have I just witnessed? Like more more than anything, yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it didn't really sort of yeah you know, feel any of that. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And when you um when you you saw it just this New Year's passing with your friends, was there anything different in in the situation there, or was it pretty much um the same as the one that you encountered back in the nineties? Uh, almost identical to the one I've noticed back in the nineties. Uh, the the only exception that uh, I can sort of uh sort of you know, you know see myself, and whether or not this is because it's been yeah, almost yeah, yeah, over at least over fifteen years since the first first encounter would be that yeah, you know, it had more of a pink tinge to it. Um as opposed to sort of a um sort of what I remember is like a red orange fireball in the sky, if, if that makes sense. It had more more pink to it. 
What do you think the what do you think it was? Do you think it's a uh, an actual UFO? Do you think it could have been um potentially a drone in this modern age? Maybe not so much back in the um in the 90s there, but do you think there could be anything that could be explained about it or do you think it maybe might be something from out of this world? Do you do you have any thoughts on that one? I think I think what what I've more recently seen could be yeah, it, it could be something like a drone. I mean, that that's entirely possible. I think with, with the very first experience, with the very first experiences, I don't believe that it could be anything but something from out of this world. Just from from ways it was just it was there and sort of sort of moving around and sort of side to side. And then when when I've gone to get someone and it's it's gone. Um, it's, yeah, no, I, I think if, if either of them, if I had to sort of think of something else that it could be apart from something not from this world, it's definitely the second encounter with, uh, you know, um, a couple of weeks ago that the only other thing it could be could possibly be a drone. But as I say, the way it disappeared was just, yeah, I, I don't know what it could be. Okay, so it kind of um, it it maneuvered pretty much the same way as the first one as well. Yeah, moving sort of side to side, and then and then uh, with this one because we we're watching it, it just sort of just went off more east, and then we just couldn't see it. Do you think these are piloted vehicles? It's a really good question. I I think that there are you know there are there are UFOs that are piloted that you know, that people have seen. For example, but I, I don't know. I don't think that something like this could be piloted. Whether or not it's something, you know, whether or not it's a drone from out of this world, for example, or something unmanned like that, I, I don't know. You know, I always, I always picture New Year's when you have a lot of the fireworks and that going off. I always picture to myself that that would probably, you know, if if you're an alien race looking at it, you know, what night of year? Yeah, are there you know the more fireworks around, for example? So you know a good way to disguise the you know, a drone like that. But that's yeah, I I don't know. That's, I don't think so. So you feel like the the fireworks going off and stuff like that. It's almost like a little bit of a, a draw card, a bit of a beacon for for your experiences so far. Yeah, like I think I think because you know both the UFO experiences happened at the you know I say at the same time, but at the you know on the at the same period of time but a few years apart, I think that has to you know, has to be linked in some way to some correlation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's very rare to kind of have these same encounters um, as many years apart that you've had. So, you know, there there might be a, a bit of a draw card there. There might be something that's a little bit unique about the um the area that you're in. So, is there have you heard of other encounters like this in the area? Uh, not really. No, I, I've, I've had a chat to a few of my friends, uh, and a couple of us uh, have gone out uh, over over the Blue Mountains uh, to the other side, you know, past uh, Mount Victoria, sort of Zalisco and that, and just try you know see anything there. But it's not really you know we haven't really seen anything that we would say. That's a UFO, but yeah, no, we, yeah, we haven't seen that much. Um, yeah, it's 
uh, at least for me and sort of my close group of friends who I sort of you know discuss this sort of stuff with. Yeah, not not really. It's yeah, very yeah, very few and far between. Yeah, right. That's interesting. It sounds like um, it's. It sounds like you might need to go out every New Year's and just keep an eye on the sky. <laughs> you know, I think I might have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Ryan- or at least get a camera pointed up there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, at least you kind of have a, a bit of a time period when it's going to happen. Um, you, you might be the only person prepared enough to, to get something decent on film, which would be kind of outstanding. <laughs> Oh, definitely. That's uh, that's the dream. <laughs> that's it. Now, mate, I'm really interested in your ghost encounter because we haven't had a ghost encounter on the show yet. So, I am absolutely hanging to hear this story. Okay. So, Cade, uh, we, or I say we, my parents moved into the family home in, I believe, 1993. Uh, my mum and my mum's father had passed away uh, long before I was born and my mum was a bit a uh, bit estranged with uh, something like with, with her family and uh, so one I believe it was on Christmas uh, I would have been about oh, say, two now uh, about three just just trying to put the dates in their head um, we actually got a phone call from my auntie and then not 10 minutes later we got a phone call from my uncle so my my mum's brother and sister, and then, and yeah, sorry for the long build-up, but uh, with that as well, after all that, we then got a phone call from my mum's mum, so my nana, which, you know, she hadn't spoken to my mum in like five or six years. Now, as a kid, uh, my parents had got this train set for me, and this is sort of where it starts off. Uh, After the phone call, my mum just said, apparently said something along the lines of, Oh, if only, you know, if only dad was still here and he could, you know, we could say hi to him. And my train set just started up. Now, this is like this, you know, electric train set and it just starts up. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Starts moving around and my, my parents are looking at it um, really strange. Uh, it, it keeps doing it throughout the day. Uh, so my parents end up taking the batteries out of it and they think nothing more of it. They go out to have a coffee uh, out, in, out in the kitchen and then all of a sudden, they put me to bed apparently, but this um, this train set has just started up again with no batteries. Oh my, wow! My parents are looking, yeah, but they're looking at it and going, okay. And my mum's, yeah, made a joke, uh, something along the lines of, um, "Oh, this must be Mick, so, yeah, my uh, my uh, pop, yeah." As as just a bit of a joke, and as soon as she said something like that, this train set actually just stopped. And, like, this train set doesn't have batteries in it, so it's one of those creepy things. But, and this, we, you know, we still get some really strange things in our house, even to, to even to this day. Like, uh, on the windowsill in their kitchen, they had a coin in there, and mum's next door neighbour was over, and they're, you know, they're having a coffee at the table, uh, and then all of a sudden, this coin just flips onto the floor. 
and they're both looking at it and they've just seen this coin just go on, you know, end on the floor and they're looking at it, there's, you know, the windows aren't open, there's no cats or anything up there to sort of be there to knock anything down. This coin has just moved about a metre onto the floor. So my parents are just, or my mum at least, was just, okay, this is this is creepy. <laughs> and, you know, just small things like that over the years that sort of have that, have that build up there. But then one of, one of the most creepy experiences for me there, Kate, is uh, I would probably would have been uh, probably 10 or 11 and I had this remote control car and a sort of like a monster, monster face on it, press the button and it sort of, you know, it growls and moves forward a little bit. And then, you know, but you can still control it with a remote control. It scared the you know, living daylights out of me at night, you know, if you were to press it. But, um, you know, it was up in, you know, on my desk in you know, my room. I've gone to bed and this thing just starts up. And it scares the hell out of me. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I, you know, and I'm just like, and I've, I've gone out and I've just said, hey, this is started up. And they're like, oh, it's, it's nothing. Just, you know, go to bed. You know, just bring us the, you know, bring us the remote control for it and just, you know, go back to bed. So I do that. And then I'm almost asleep and it starts up again. And I'm like, uh, I've, I've gone out and was that you guys? And they're like, no, it's just, you know, it's still, the controllers are still where they put it. And I was like, okay. I then, you know, had it happen a third time after they've taken the batteries out, out of the remote control, it just starts, you know, as though somebody's pressed it and it's, you know, doing the moving forward a little bit and make that growling noise. And, and as a kid, I'm freaking out, man, because this is, you know, this is the middle of the night, you know, uh, yeah, a bit of a bit of a kid that's a, you know scared of horror films back then and that sort of thing. I'm freaking out, and I end up you know going back out and I'm like I'm not going back in there until you get that thing out. So yeah, like, mate, I I don't blame you on that one. <laughs> they're like, oh, okay, so my my I think I even had like my godparents over, so they you know they take this thing out to the kitchen, this you know truck you know monster truck thing. And they actually just unscrew it at the bottom, take batteries out. Again, another thing there, you take batteries out, but apparently the spirits like to move them. So <laughs> um, they, ha- they then leave it sitting on the bench. They go back to, you know, you know having a drink or having a coffee or whatever it is they're doing. I've gone back to bed, and then I, and then I hear, you know, they make noises like, what, what is it doing? And it started up again. So my parents literally just got it. And, you know, I, I hear them go out and they've just thrown it in the bin, like out, out in the big garbage bin out the front. They're like, no, we're not dealing with it. Oh, wow. So, it's, yeah, <laughs> we, um, my wife and I actually uh, housed that for them probably, uh, probably about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, and my wife's, my wife's gone to bed just in the spare room, you know, they've got the bed made up and I'm out in the lounge room and I'm just. I'm surfing the internet because I'm, yeah, I can't get to sleep. And I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I hear something outside. I'm like, okay. Like most of the lights were off, I think the lights on in the kitchen. But um, like I hear somebody like walking on their deck area out the front. And I'm sitting in the kitchen, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm sitting in the lounge room, like well, right near where that is. And I'm like, okay, this is not, uh, this is not creepy or anything. And then all of a sudden, their doorbell goes off. But instead of 
their doorbell going off normally, like a, sort of a four, you know, a four ding, yeah, thing to it. It's just the one ding to it. So instead of like going ding dong ding ding, it's just you know just the the ding. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what the hell? And I'm just standing there, sitting there for literally five to ten minutes, like, uh, and I can't hear anybody. Okay, because before I've heard like footsteps or something walking up, but I've not heard anybody walk away. And I've you know, eventually just creeped up to the other end of the house where you can sort of see where, you know, the deck area a little bit better. And um, like no one was there. And yeah, that's some of the creepy stories about the house I grew up in. <laughs> yeah, right. So your parents are still living in the house, are they? Oh, yeah, definitely. They've, they've been there. Uh, coming up 25 years, uh, 25 years this November, actually. Yeah. So. Wow. That's a, that's a good stint in a, in a haunted house, if you ask me. And, um, have they had any other encounters that they, they've mentioned to you or are they kind of just at peace with, with what's going on now? Uh, they still do get every so often, you know, a few little things happen here and there. Like the light will just randomly turn off or you'll have, you know, just, something will disappear and they'll be looking for it for maybe you know half an hour or an hour and they'll you know they'll go back to where they originally started looking and it will be there but yeah that's that house is just yeah a portal for the weird <laughs> yeah no it definitely sounds like it um it's it sounds like it's a positive haunting if there's such a thing because there, there doesn't sound like to be any um any negativity in what the uh, the spirit may be doing in that that residence. So it sounds like it's almost a little bit of a trickster. Yeah, well, we sort of we sort of believe that it's actually, as I said, you know, my pop who has you know who died you know long before I was ever born um, when my sister was still very little and. She's about eight years older than me. So, like, she was very little when uh, Pop, you know, he died. But, um, yeah, my mum's gone to see a, um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what you would call them, sort of uh, somebody who can, you know, see the other side. Oh, like a medium or something like that. That's it, yeah. And, yeah, the medium's just like, has basically said to mum, oh, okay, so your dad sees you a lot. Did you know that? And mum's just like, okay, interesting. Because that's like the first thing that he said to her is your dad comes and visits you a lot. So, yeah, it's, man, I'll tell you what, I, I think, you know, Trickster, apparently he used to play, yeah, quite a few pranks. So, honestly, yeah, at this stage, he's just keeping up his reputation. <laughs> yeah, you know, even, even, yeah, uh, yeah. Long after he's passed, yeah, apparently, you know, still keeping it up. <laughs> so, what do you, what do your parents think of this? They were originally really, you know, really weirded out by it, but I think now, you know, they just find the, you know, almost the funny side in it as well. Like, I, I can, or I can always remember, you know, my dad um, and my mum, you know, something would just, something would just be weird going on in the house, and one of them would just say, "All right, Mick, you can stop it now." And within five minutes, everything was back to normal. So I think 
They've come to terms with it. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's uh, it's a very positive outcome for from something that could be quite terrifying for someone. So that's um, that's good to hear. You don't really hear a lot like that because you always hear the uh, the really scary ones, the ones that are people are having a really hard time, and it's it's kind of refreshing to hear one where people are almost embracing it and having a bit of a laugh about it. Yeah, like it's it's one of those things where you know. <sighs> You, yeah, the, the the spirit is there, and at at this stage, it's basically you know a given that it's you know it's my mom's dad, <laughs> so they just you know they just play on it now, and it's yeah. If it's not, then it's going to be like the happiest, um, yeah, you know, the happiest poltergeist or the happiest ghost you've ever met because it's like, well, these people think I'm someone else. I'll just I'll play this person. <laughs> I have to ask, what did your wife think about staying about in that house? Oh, uh, she was a little bit creeped out because, she, like, as I say, she was asleep and, like, she knows this, you know, like, when we had that incident with the doorbell, like, I, you know, and when I crept up there, I was like, woke her up and was like, did you hear the doorbell go? And she goes, no. I was like, ah, oh. but, yeah, you know, she was, you know, she, we've been together uh, 11 years this year and, you know, staying there and stuff, you know, and, you know, younger than that, you know, it was, it was the case where she was, she was okay with it because she also had sort of her own, her, her own experiences, um, with, you know, with a ghost, believe it or not. And she's like, well, this one seems a lot friendlier than what I've dealt with. So I'm, it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic to hear. Yeah. Well, I mean, she, she, um, she actually works in childcare and, you know, basically one of the childcare centers that she worked at, um, one of the, you know, there was a story about how one of the kids there had passed away, you know, 20 years ago or so, uh, as a, unfortunately, as kids related death. And it's weird because my wife, you know, she, she, at the time, I think she was working there during the school holidays. Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, sort of, sort of, you know, relieving for that period of time, and then she drives home, and yeah, you know, and she will tell the story that she just felt something watching her for like the next week. So definitely, two different extremes there. <laughs> yeah, most definitely, definitely. It's uh, it's really interesting to see the um, the difference between a um, I guess uh, a maleficent um type of uh spirit to a one that seems to be quite a positive outcome. So yeah, definitely that's. Yeah, it, it's crazy how, you know, sort of, you know, the, the experiences that you have can affect it. I think, um, you know, I was, you know, listening to, you know, one of our previous episodes uh, where they mentioned how, you know, stuff would just move and, you know, stuff would happen. It would be a bit creepy. And thankfully, sort of the opposite of that in the fact that, you know, it's not as creepy now <laughs> because, you know, we sort of, you know, Come to come to live with it. <laughs> yeah, it's just the norm now. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh yeah, we're, we're going over to Ryan's house. Yeah, I just just beware of the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, well, uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing that story. I think it's uh, it's a it's a good fun one. It's um, it's. It's uh, something different, something that I haven't really heard before, and um, I really think the listeners are going to enjoy that that little encounter. Well, thank you for having me. I'm happy to sort of share my share my story, and if, uh, if I have anything else major happen, I'll be sure to uh, send you an email and let you know. 
And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.